in the name of God who made us, redeems us, and will not leave us alone. Amen. Today I'd like to talk about risk. I spent five years earlier in my life as a youth and young adult minister working with junior high students, high school students, young adults in their 20s, at a similar job to Tom Fragoso, those of you who know our youth minister. Most of you know people in that age group and so you know that many, maybe most teenagers, have this irresistible attraction to anything risky. There's a biological basis for it, they say. The part of our brain that overrides our impulses isn't fully developed until we're 25. And so I spent a lot of those years trying to keep young people from taking risks. Don't sit on the chair like that, you'll fall backwards. Don't try to jump off that, it's too high. What you post on social media is forever. <laughs> Real friends won't push you to do things that make you uncomfortable. We'll call your parents on the way to the ER. You definitely need stitches. <laughs> and sometimes I felt like I was a member of a team with parents and teachers to help these kids get to 25 without regrettable tattoos or permanent injuries or criminal records. We wanted so much to help these young people to stay safe, and to avoid risk. We saw how wonderful they were, and we wanted to protect them from a world that we knew could be dangerous. But toward the end of my time in this ministry, I started to wonder, what if I'm looking at this the wrong way? What if teaching kids to stay safe and to avoid risk is not the highest good? When I look over my own life, my greatest joys are the results of risk I took. That motorcycle tour of the Mekong Delta. Uh, interesting. A job in a homeless shelter, moving across the country, deciding to get serious about my faith, all of these were risks that became sources of great joy. In life, we usually don't get joy without risk. Those of you that are parents know that parenting is a risk. This person that you love more than life that you can't protect from the world. Marriage is a risk. Taking a job, quitting a job, running a marathon, creating art, all of these are risks. And without risk, life would be gray and joyless. And nowhere is this truer than in the life of faith. In today's reading from the Gospel of Luke, Luke uh, Jesus describes the shape of a life that is truly blessed by God. Watch out, Jesus says, woe is coming to those who are safe, to those who are financially comfortable, well-fed and secure, happily content with good reputations. Woe to you who are safe and at ease. Because to be truly blessed, Jesus said, we must be poor, hungry, willing to be sad, open to being criticized. To be blessed, we have to let go of safety and be at risk. Or as Jesus says later in Luke, those who want to save their life will lose it, 
and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Anybody else feeling their blood pressure kind of? Jesus is saying you can't grow, you can't be a Christian without risk. When it comes to the life of faith, comfort and complacency are the enemy. Prayer, if we want to go deep, involves giving up our sense of safety. We have to risk encountering a God who is foreign and mysterious. We have to risk encountering the darkest parts of ourselves, emptiness, fear. It's a risk. Community is a risk. Reaching out to people outside of our natural friend groups that we wouldn't necessarily connect with otherwise. Being vulnerable. Opening ourselves to carry the burdens of others. We leave behind in community the right to do things our way every time. It's a risk. Serving in the community is perhaps the greatest risk. I think we all know what safe giving and safe outreach feels like. We give out of what we have left over in a way that doesn't really affect us. Or we can give in a way that actually touches our hearts in a way that changes how we spend, perhaps. Nothing crazy or irresponsible, but sacrificial. Same with outreach. We can do outreach in a safe way that pushes us, that, uh, in a safe way that doesn't challenge us, or in a way that pushes us to be vulnerable, to walk alongside people, to build relationships that challenge us. The real thing takes risk. Woe to those who are comfortable. Blessed are those who aren't quite safe, those who have taken a risk. Youth ministry made me realize that leading teenagers and young adults wasn't about teaching them everything I could about how to avoid risk. Instead, it was empowering them to see following Jesus as a great adventure, to live a life full of the right kind of risk. It's about inviting them in, to take risks that mean something, risks in service larger, of something larger than themselves. I wanna be clear, I absolutely think that youth ministry is also about helping teenagers to value themselves enough not to take destructive risks with drugs, alcohol, friends, but it's also about inviting them into a Christian life that isn't always safe, inviting them to step off the beaten path into a life of prayer and service and in community that is a challenge. Teenagers, I think, remind us of something that we often forget as adults, that we are born with a desire for risk, a desire for adventure and for challenge. As the old saying goes, ships in the harbor are safe, but that's not what ships are for. There's no faith without risk. No way to be a Christian without stepping outside our comfort zones. The risk of intimacy with a mysterious and unpredictable God. The risk of living in community. The risk of loving and getting hurt. The risk of radical love for our neighbors. One of the great pleasures of youth ministry, I know Tom would tell you, is watching your youth grow up and seeing what they do with their lives and then taking credit for it even though you have nothing to do with it. This is one of the great pleasures of Facebook. Um, 
Recently, one of the youth that I knew when, um, when he was in his teens tragically lost his father to a drunk driver. And in the midst of grief that I don't even want to think about, uh, this young man and his siblings wrote a letter to the driver who was in jail. It turned out this was the end of a long series of similar incidents. And they said, our dad believed in a God of love and forgiveness. We're in pain, and we think you're probably in pain too. When you get out, do you want to meet? That's risk in service of the gospel. That's not safe. But what an example of Christian living. Another one of these young people had a master's in computer science and a fancy job, but she'd always felt this pull to West Africa. She ended up giving up her job, moving to Ghana, and founding a nonprofit that helps essential, teach essential computer skills to those on the outskirts of Accra. She, she ended up marrying one of her adult students, is raising her family there. It was a risky choice, but it's one that's brought her deep joy and an intersection between her skills and what the world needs. The life of faith is one of risk that brings joy. Not all of our risks have to be that dramatic, but it's worth asking, what is one faithful risk that you can take this week? One way that you can step away from comfort and a little bit closer to Jesus. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who are willing to step out of their comfort zone, who are willing to take a risk for the sake of faith for the sake of love. Amen.